Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, Whoa, babe. Oh, baby, you almost broke my coffee Whoa, cup. Calm down. You're coming in with force. <laughs> with that cheers. I'm coming I mean, in hot. Like I'm a Vegeta. I need you to, you know, be gentle and um, kind. Hey, love you. Love you. You're the best. You, you look good again with the deep V-neck, by the way. Well, I try to please. And your, uh, your beard is perfect length for me. Wow, babe. Because when you kiss me with that length, it doesn't rub my cheekies raw. Thank you for all the compliments. So, Do you yeah. want to just take your shirt off right now? No. Oh, you can't because we have guests. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's so good to have. Hey, we have two of our very good friends, Larry and Colby, are here. Sounds like a cartoon, guys. <laughs> Larry and Colby. <laughs> Red and Stimpy. Yeah, a little bit. Actually, a little bit. We could guys, be a cartoon. Yeah, we could yes. be a cartoon. You have the right everything. But we'd probably be drawn very similarly. Yeah. 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 Similar physiques. Yeah. The bodies for sure. All three of us, guys. Sure. All three of us, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all well, look hey, very I, I four. Hello. Hmm. Like, oh. Oh, this is a man talk? Oh. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Big the sound check. Can you now kill my wife's mic? No, honestly. Larry, thanks for being here. Colby, thank you for being here. Larry and Colby, we all all four of us, actually all five of us, including the Big Sound Check, we all work together at the same place, uh, Walmart, and we yeah. love yep. it there, man. We like to call crushing, ourselves a superstore. Crushing it. That's right. No, we work at Church Home. Larry is one of the executives at Church Home, and brilliant, man. You've done, he's um, helped launch successful startups, he's an accountant, financial genius, worked for the government, he's worked for, right, Larry? Like, you've yeah. kind of run it all. Did you work for Google? Microsoft? Worked for Microsoft. Yeah. Also Burger King. Crazy, and, man. Because you know, both of those, those things are together. <laughs> both Burger King and Microsoft sponsor this podcast. Uh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Cheers. So, and now he's one of the executives of our church. And I love this man. Thanks for being here, bro. And then Cole is a good friend. Cole was actually, this is his second time on the podcast before was with his wife. Yeah, I'm a regular. Yeah, yeah. I'm a regular. The people wanted it, man. We got to give the people what they want. <laughs> they've been they've been asking for Colby to come back. Colby runs um, the largest campus at our church it's called the great room <laughs> i mean you get it he's it's a big deal he oversees i love that what is the great room oh, <laughs> and no he's a great mm. pastor him and his wife and a, a leader well beyond his years i mean he's only 15 so he's just really killed <laughs> yeah. it yeah 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 <laughs> got a but lot of experience i'm excited to here's the you. deal babe um we were talking about this and the reason we invited these guys to come on the podcast first of all they're cool we're gonna have a lot of fun um but was just about a month ago, Colby, Larry, and I were sitting outside around a bonfire, and it was when there was a meteor shower. Were you not there, Colt? I was a- not there. Who was it's with fine. I haven't it's said fine. that. Larry, who know. was with us? It was Martin. Martin was with us. It wasn't Colby, but it's totally fine. It's this totally fine. I'm glad you discovered it right now. I invited the wrong guy. <laughs> but it's fine. If Martin was here, no one would be able to understand Cole, him because he's from New Zealand. Out. He has an accent. I'll see you guys later. Colby, are you cool if I call Martin? <laughs> no. So I'll try to I answer thought it, it as Martin. But the Colby thing there. is, you're over a lot. You're on the bonfire. Mm. Hey, Colby, what like, it is is we wanted you to be. Yeah, yeah no. that's what it. Obviously, we wanted you to be. Martin, no, even though we didn't like, invite you, be we wanted you to but be. But no, really, be what I wanted to capture was this talk around bonfire, like man talk. We were just talking and talking. I think I looked at Larry and was like, Larry, you should come on the podcast, man. And he's like, I'd be down, bro. I'd be down. I mean, I had to pay him a lot of money to get him here. That's yeah, fine. But um, and I, that's kind of what we wanted to do. I was like, I literally said during that bonfire, I was like. Man, we should turn the mics on in this because we were just talking life. We were talking children. We were talking marriage. We were talking manhood. We were just talking. Well, like like guys will do. Yep. Jen, you get it. Like guys totally. will do. And so I thought, hey, why don't we pull together, turn on the mics, and just kind of talk life with two really great men. Colby's a father of of three now. Yep. How many? What's your kids' names and ages? 
Jackson is five. Love that guy. Uh, in less than a month, yeah. and then Asher's two and a half, and Charlie Girl's sixteen months. Oh, Charlie, Charlie. Girl, man. dude, she's a sweetie pie. Oh, sweet Charlie. girl. Charlie. So, man, got three close together. Been married for going on what's it? Six years? Eight, eight years. years? Eight years. Yeah, pushing eight the years. decade club. And then Larry, you have four, four children. Four what are their kids? Ages? Yeah. So my oldest son is Caleb. He's fifteen. Yeah. Kendall, baby girl, the only girl, thirteen. Mm. Logan is eleven, and Grayson is seven. So we got a house. Full, mostly boys. Yeah, Wonder. yeah. Look at that. And you've been Love married, it. eighteen years. You 18. and Kanisha, yeah, eighteen, 18 years, bro. Yep. Going on two decades. Yeah, our marriage is a full-grown adult now. Yeah, it's a long way. It can uh, make can decisions. Not laugh so loud. It can make decisions for itself now. Our marriage can. It can, it can God, vote. Vic. It's made it through. <laughs> the adults are talking, Vic. Can't you not interrupt? It's cool. It's like we no. have a laugh track. Yeah, you know? she is our laugh track. Yeah. No, I love Vic. Vic the sound tape. Awesome. So I am so excited and anticipating kind of just asking you guys some questions. We are going to have a speed round. I'm especially stoked for that. Um, but I want to ask you questions about, I think, raising children. Really get a man's perspective is kind of what we want to do. So let me just jump in. Um, open forum here. Um, babe, anything you want to say before the men start to talk? No. Oh, how is that bad? Like she can't talk anymore no, from this point forward. forward. Have you ever been in that situation that just happened where you say something, you didn't mean it to be mean or offensive, and someone, a heckler, is like, ooh, all and like, start a fight? All the time. I'm always I'm that guy. Ooh, like, ooh you're going to talk to you like that? Like, like what? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say now? Babe, because I love you. I did not mean that in a mean way. I, I get you. I'm good. When I told Vic the adults were talking, I meant that in a mean way. Vic, you can say anything you'd like. I'll, trust me, I'll jump Babe, in. Babe, you're going to chime in, right? Oh, you because know. Because we need a woman's touch here. It will be happening. Well, that came out wrong. Yeah. I need your touch. They have wives. So she has permission to talk now? That's what you're saying? Really? <laughs> no, thanks, Larry. All right. So, hey, first question. I thought it'd start us off real easy. Just come in real easy. Yep. Um, what makes a man a real man? Just an easy, just easy question. In your opinion, fellas, what makes a man, and I'm doing air quotes, a real man? Uh, let me, for instance, I used to, growing up in Chicago, born in Baltimore, had some friends that had just a very misconstrued view of what made a man a man. They would have told you a real man can knock another man down, a real man can handle his alcohol, a real man knows what to do with a woman. You know, like this was their, yeah. their mentality of, I'm a real man. Um, and I was recently having a conversation with a friend. We, you would all know him. I won't throw out his name, you know, to protect the innocent. He didn't say anything wrong. <laughs> just, you know. Um, and we were talking about, like, what makes a real man a real man? And I, it, it was profound. I definitely have some thoughts on it, you know. And I think manhood in society today is under attack. On both ends, by the way. I think people are trying to downplay it. And I think people are turning into machoism as well. What, In your opinion, what makes, what makes a man a, a real man, a good man? What are some of the values that you think... Like if you were to find like this is a real man, like what would what That's would that a good be? Question. It's yeah. a great question. I Thanks. think you said it super well too. You said like what are the values? I don't think it's. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we try to make it like complicated and put it in a box. I mean, simple. Yeah. But it's not like being a man is super complicated. You know what I mean? Like we could easily go to like the ogre stuff, right? Like hair, hair yeah. on your face, yeah. hair on your chest, <laughs> like, like when I knock, out. knock somebody out, like all those kind of things. But I think those are kind of like biologically what makes you a man. Yeah. But like, I think we're talking about, okay, qualities, characteristics of a man. For me, the first one that comes to mind is like sacrifice, right? Like yeah. a real man is like able to identify other people's needs, people around him, that it takes other people and be able to sacrifice his own 
kind of desires and needs for other people. So for me, that's kind of the number Dude, one love characteristic that. of like a man is like a man can recognize that like, yeah, there's a lot of things that I need, but like there are certain situations where I got to lay that down. Dude, I, I gotta lay that, that down. Mm-hmm. Like I may need, I, I may feel like I need to knock you out, but <laughs> but I'm gonna sacrifice. And <laughs> I lay could that, if I had to. But I'm gonna sacrifice <laughs> and lay that down right now because of the greater good. Or well whatever. said, man. You know what I mean? That's a wrap. Let's just call it. I mean, <laughs> let's just leave the listeners with that. Cope, anything you'd add? I mean, can you beat Larry's answer? Yeah, it's because it's yeah, a contest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. For me, I've got a way better answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I couldn't agree more, and I think you know. It, there is this this in our culture and society today that a real man is somebody who like doesn't show emotion. A real man is somebody who yeah, yeah. isn't in tune with that and That's is good. macho and is big and is cool and is, you know, all of these things. And I think, you know, for me, obviously, you know, you mentioned where I work and, and my job and I'm a pastor. And so I ha- I think about scripture. I think about Bible. I think about the ultimate man, Jesus. Yeah. Um, he was the most selfless, sacrificing um, put others and considered others before himself. And having three children and a wife, I think I strive as a man mm-hmm. to do that more and more with, with my wife, with my kids. I think the, the greatest um, way for me to be the man that I think I'm supposed to be is by serving, by serving that. them, yeah. loving them. Um, and that is, to Larry's point, I mean, we're saying the same thing, but like just laying down whatever it is that you're like, that you want at times or think you need and serving others. I think that's, that's what, that's what I think what our world needs most from men today. Well said, man. It's using our strength to serve others, help others. Yeah. Um, protect others yeah. it's not it's never um i love and can i just saying. say that's yeah. super attractive you agree with that as a woman yeah super attractive super sexy i think every woman who are listening are absolutely like just nodding their head back and forth yeah. like that is absolutely what we would be drawn to for i will say the word protect i love who yes. i think jen just said that protector I think yeah. a man. Technically, I think I said it, but I'm mean, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I was one. trying to give credit <laughs> to your wife, man. The word protect, I think, is a really good yeah. word when I it agree. comes to being a yeah. man. Protect those that are in your sphere and in your world. And that doesn't mean throwing punches. Oftentimes, totally. it means the opposite. But Enough I love that word. with yeah. the machoism, right? Like, I'm a, I'm a 260 plus pound, bald, bearded man, six foot one. I grew up in Chicago. People are like, you're a real man. I'm like, why? Because <laughs> of that? Like that, honestly, yeah. if that's what right. makes men men, right? Your dude, mafia, quit, in fact, yeah, right. yeah. Like, right? And, and we joke about those kind of things, but I think some people, and if there's men out there listening, some people like subscribe to that. Actually, we all have a very good friend who's a leader of our community. His name is Judah Smith. Many people listen to this podcast would know Pastor Judah. Um, Pastor Judah, like, is a very guy who will wear very stylish clothes. He'll say to everyone he loves to go shopping, and he literally be like, "I'm wearing a ton of makeup right now, right for the te- for the yeah. TV screens." And people are like, "That's not a man." Like, really? Because I know the man personally. So do you guys? He's yeah. one of the greatest men for I've sure. actually ever met. For sure, it has right. nothing to do with the fact that that's, he's wearing Gucci real. sweatpants that my wife could wear. Right? Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's not a jab. <laughs> I think that's the title. Gucci sweatpants <laughs> that my wife could wear. 
Um, <laughs> but that's real. That's real. It's yeah. not about the outside. It it's really about totally. the character yeah. of, of the inside of a man. So what about this? What's more important? And this is a tough question. What's more important in a man if you had to choose? We don't have to. I think we can have both these. But if you had to choose, Larry, Colby, what's more important for a man? Integrity or courage? Integrity Ooh. or courage? Ooh. Integrity. And why? Integrity. Okay. Whoa, you both jumped really quick. Integrity. Why? Yeah, it's 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 like because every integrity is like the foundation. It'll it's lead like, to it, right? It's like yeah, it's like if you don't if, mm. if if it's like if you're not integrous, what's the point of courage? Because yep. you're gonna oh, okay. use it in a in a spot where you don't need to. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, well said. I, like I had a story when my oldest son Caleb, he was like 15, and we went to a Seahawks game. And he wanted, he was like seven and he wanted to sit in my lap. And so I'm like, all right, cool. You can sit in my lap. You're sitting in my lap. And he kept like kicking the dude in front of us, like his seat, you know? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guy didn't know, like it was a kid sitting behind him. Right. Right. And so at one point again, he turns around real mad, like stop kicking the blank seat. Right. Oh. And he says, and what so, was the word so he used? He used a word. It was the D word. <laughs> stop <laughs> the beep. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, 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 and in that moment, out. like I could have been like real, like courageous. Right. You got and real tough been, like. Him. You know, and the man like, all right, Caleb, here, have a seat. Like, and let I'm, me show I'm, you. I'm, I'm gonna be cur- I'm gonna be courageous with this guy right quick. Hello. <laughs> um, you know, but it was like, okay, I had to have some integrity and really think through, like, okay, what are the ramifications if I beat this guy up, yeah. like in Century Link? Totally. And he was older than me. Like, I knew I could have taken him. Like, I'm right. young. I'm in shape. He's like fifty something. Yeah. Like, I was gonna hurt this. Guy. Shout out to like, all the fifty year Like prior military guy. Like, I'm gonna hurt this man. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, I gotta have some integrity here and just like have and a what quiet would your son talk think? with him. What message would that send to your son? Right. Like right. a man beats up another man if he if he you know verbally right. assaults. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so, it. so it's like I think okay. integrity is like is primary. And I would I would say cool. integrity. You cannot. I and I I sincerely believe this. You cannot truly be a man of integrity without courage. And I think that oh, well if you don't have yeah. integrity, you're probably a bit of a coward. Wow. No. No it takes disrespect. Courage to it have takes integrity. courage to tell yeah. your spouse, hey, I did something wrong. That's integrity, but that's also courage. courage. Yeah. Um, you didn't have one without the other. To apologize wow. to your child is not is the right thing to do Absolutely. at times when you make a mistake, yeah. but it takes courage to do that. And that's oftentimes good. we got cowards walking around going, I'm not going to apologize. Well, that's because you're scared of maybe talking about what's really going on in your world and in your life. Ooh, that's good. It's like it's like courage is a function of mm-hmm. integrity. Absolutely. Ooh. That's good. That's good. What? And I'll yeah. drink to that. That's what? good. Yeah. That's so good. I love that's, that, that's, Take that to the bank. Man. Take it to the bank. Hello. Shut the front door. No, <laughs> shut the back door. <laughs> Don't shut the front door. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, do you prefer double dating with other couples, you and your spouse, or would you rather just spend time alone, you and your spouse? Like always? Is this like no, a no, list? Like, like for yeah, the rest of our one. life, we can only double date? Or no, we can I'm just wondering, what do you choose better? Like, do what's your time go-to? alone? What's your go-to? Not that, not it's that, kind that of you a, don't like a, the other, but what's your go-to? Yeah. No, no. I'm asking, like, what would you prefer? Because I think for men, I want women all across the world. There's there's millions of women listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Thank you, Netflix, for sponsoring us. Um, do do men prefer, at most part, like spending one-on-one time, or would you rather spend time with a double date, like with good friends? Mm. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just we do curious. both. So we'll do a date we night and then we'll text you guys we as you well know. too. But that's we'll not the like, question. The question, the question is, is what do you, prefer? you prefer? And I think it's personality driven. Like I think yeah, Kobe and I are both like real extroverts. So like I probably prefer like, you know, hang double in. date, hanging, lots of people. But I definitely need, oh, I almost spilled coffee on your chair. Um, I definitely need that, yeah. you know, that interaction. But every now and then you just need like some... Some one-on-one time. So you're you're not answering. Else. You're saying both is what I just. I'm saying both, say. but if I had a preference, it would probably be the double date. Safe answer. I would okay. be the opposite. I would absolutely, and Megan would 
be like, Colby, you better answer this. We would prefer one-on-one. You would. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because the purpose of date night for us, you yeah, love yeah, but people. the purpose, but mm-hmm. like I was telling Megan the other night, like I love date night and we do it every week. And I've even said that and people are like, oh, okay, well, every week must be nice. And I'm like, well, she's literally my best friend in the world. Like, so why, I'm prioritizing a one-on-one hangout as an extrovert. That's not like. I want my extroverted time to be with my wife where we just talk a mile a minute about everything, right? And so get getting two hours just with her is me as an extrovert going, this is so fun. Because we do. We just hang, yeah. we talk. And so you I would much prefer that. You're good at that. Jim, what do you prefer? A woman's perspective. I, I, I love the one-on-one, but then... I'm like, I want the after party experience. So I'm like, one on one. Sure, what we're What's talking about. What are we talking about? Like, we jump into sex here? That's ready for the after party. What do we call it? No, the after party experience. <laughs> Hello. If you want to know how it is, it's use a pre funk, you know what I mean? And then you have the main course, which is like spend time with you. And then party with the friends afterwards. So okay. the after party is. All right. So if I had the perfect date, it would be with you and then maybe hang out with friends. So I have, a, I have, a, I have an interesting approach to this. And I, I like what you said after party experience <laughs> but like i have an interesting angle i like it's always taking it sexual <laughs> i think true. that there's stuff that like just like you know men sitting around a campfire i think that there's stuff that women ladies when they get together that they talk about they don't talk about necessarily with us and so i like to be in a group sometimes to glean and hear some things that i wouldn't necessarily hear from yeah, my wife in general and, yeah. and kind of hear, get to learn more and so for me learn that's a, a par- that's a part of it is i want to hear um, and learn more than I necessarily would if it was just her and I. I you love know? that and, love and, and Kanisha, if you're listening, more. he said that for you. <laughs> so I'll be like listening. I'll be like, like Billy's talking, and I'm like leaning, listening to what the girls are talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's because so I'm real. boring? <laughs> so real. Especially when Billy's talking. Yeah, you just check sure. out, you know for what I mean? Sure. Yo, man. All right. Hey, speed round. It just feels right right now. I'm going to jump at the speed round. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions. The thing is... Can someone win the speed round? Yeah, yeah. I will declare a winner at the end of this. The thing is... Um, you got to answer as quickly as possible. You can't give much thought. All right, I'm gonna have a buzzer. I'm and like, don't be Bang. political. Just, yeah, yeah. just come on. Shoot okay, it we'll start yeah, out okay. easy. Shoot we'll start out easy. All okay, I do is shoot it straight. So, shoot and just answer straight. it okay. when whoever gets it first. I want to know like who answers first. Okay, so if you say it simultaneously, like that's how you win. Whoever can chime in first. Ready? Steak or chicken? Steak. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You said it fast. I thought it was like one word. Steak or chicken? I thought I thought it was steak or chicken. I was like, what's a steak or chicken? Would you say steak or chicken, Larry? Steak. Really? You guys both choose red meat over the oh, more healthy chicken? Without it. I choose yeah. 100%. Steak, steak, steak healthier for you. Steak or chicken? Chicken. Vic? Steak. Oh, oh Vic hanging with the fellas. Vic with the steak. Right. Okay. Billy? Pastor Billy? Ready? I said steak. Oh, you did. Yeah, I'm for sure. I, it. I love chicken, though, too. Um, romantic comedy or action adventure? Action adventure. Action adventure. That's true for most guys. I will say, though... I'm I'm okay with a decent romantic. Comedy. Don't do this, Billy. I no, don't do no. this. Really? Okay. Oh, I'm not a man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the proposal with Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yeah, and awesome. what's the guy? Ryan. Yeah. Is that a romantic comedy? Yes. 100%. Okay, that right, doesn't mean fair. we don't like rom coms. It just means that <laughs> the majority of the time we're gonna, I'm gonna pick a action adventure because the rom okay. the romantic comedy Rambo are few and far between seventeen that are is coming out. I'm gonna going go to see, see that. It. Top yeah. Gun, the Super reboot, cheese, like Super Maverick. Cheese. I'm gonna going go to see, see that. Yes. Yeah. It's it's kind of a principle. Yeah. I mean, if you're a real man. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. All right. Stop. How did we get there? Okay, moving on. Um, next one. Boxers or briefs? Briefs. 
briefs yet. Well, well when I said, I'm gonna be honest. Me. That was hard for me. I just threw one I, out because I, I have know. boxer briefs on. No, that's like, okay. Boxers are the loose, hanging nah, boxers. Definitely not. No briefs. Okay. I actually briefs. like boxer briefs. Those are like the longer yeah. ones. Yeah, they're like they the have, biker shorts. They hold, hold. They hug everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they keep it all yeah. together. What's your favorite brand of uh, brief? What are you guys Ooh, going for? These oh. Haynes, well, I'd Calvin's. like to thank Lululemon, our sponsors, yeah. for this oh. segment. <laughs> they make the best underwear. Bro, have you ever tried this? Me Undies? No. Have they're, you talked about Me Undies in I a podcast? Have. They're thirty dollars yeah, boxers. This. They are amazing, bro. It's like. Heaven. <laughs> I can't wow. even. I can't wow. actually can't explain, explain it without it, right? being explicit. Can you explain further? I'm feeling insecure, babe. <laughs> you should. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. I don't know right All now. right, moving on with the speed round. Lights on or lights off? On. on. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? On. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. The girls are at a loss, but we knew no. what it is. Know what it is. <laughs> you mean in the music studio, right? Is that what you're talking about? You mean like when you're going to sleep, right? Yeah, or when yeah. you're like. We all like to go to sleep with the lights <laughs> on. On. Jen, I'm going to ask you that question. Lights on or lights off? I'm good with either. But Do you, if you know what we're talking choose. about? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> She's but, like, I like eating dinner with the lights on or off. <laughs> Yo, I like eating dinner too. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with. I would have to say though, because men are very visual. I would have to say that when you're actually, you know, preparing for a nice evening, you what? you dim the lights. And so light that means preparing candles. for so a nice evening. So you're kind of actually being. She's so talking about the after party experience. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> the pre funk you know it's what I mean? A lot of prep that goes into it. All right. Okay, another one. Quick, uh, quick answers. Would you rather listen to country music or die in a car fire? Die in, uh, a, car die in a car fire. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, multiple times. Hashtag that's I'm just that's kidding. not true. That's uh, there's so some country that definitely well, yeah, is a vibe. Like true. there's country that's a vibe. Have you guys like, heard Barefoot Blue general? Jean Knight, Jake Owen? It's no. the only one I know, and I love it. Oh man, we can't actually say that on a live podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> we'll just bleep it out. Jake you know? Owen. I don't even know who he is. No, my favorite country song is not technically a country song, but it's a song sung by a country singer, Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. Tennessee that Whiskey? Okay, yeah. yeah, here, here. That is my jam. No, come on. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. That's a great that's If a that's great country, is that I'm in. country? It's, it's blues. It's, it's yeah. blues. Yeah, it's blues. Yeah. He inspired, I, I made a whole playlist after that song. Like, it inspired me to make a whole Spotify playlist. Oh, will playlist. you share that yeah, with I'll me? I'll share it with okay. you. That's it's all in that vein, yeah. Last speed round. Please don't this share is, with me. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to paint you a scenario. And this is, as men, I want to know your honest answer okay this isn't you don't have to race on this one i just want to know it's 2 a.m you're lost in the middle of a mountain forest miles from civilization it's a dense fog the trees are creepy are you more scared of one of these first of all a masked man that walks up and says time to die son or are you more scared of a little girl in a nightgown that says daddy it's time for my story what scares you more Uh, <laughs> the little girl. The little girl. Of course. Yeah. Totally. She's a little. That she's is right. Not okay. Oh, for sure. Because a man, you're like, a okay, this is scary. You could actually beat the man up potentially. Maybe. Right. Girl yes. Well, and you, and you know, in like your mind, you know what to do <laughs> yes. with the man and the mask. The it like I, I know what to do with First that. Of all, it why fits. is she there? Right. Yeah. This is like, a crazy guy. A I'm gonna have to fight. Yeah. A yeah. little girl in a nightgown in the middle of a forest who goes, Daddy. That's like, this doesn't fit. This man. is out of place. <laughs> Something's not <laughs> right. Something's like, not give me right. a bear. I got chills. <laughs> I got bear yeah, right now. Chills Please, running I want down a my cougar. spine. Right. Oh, my oh, that's gosh. good. All right, let's do question. this. Okay. Larry, you have teenagers. Yeah, I do. Cold, Two you are. You have a five year old, so teens are along the way. <laughs> I want to ask this question. And I have, I have a 20 year old and an 18 year old, and we have a 15 year old. What do you say to your children, Larry, Colby? What will you say when they want to start dating? 
No. Baby. No. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that son. Was quick, man. He's like, next Are question. you 40 yet? All day. Did, I, did, I hit no. a, did I hit a point? He's like, next question. Moving on. Oh, man. Um, so you no forever? Is there a time? When, do, when, when can our kids start dating? When will you dating? say, okay, baby? When can I, our kids start dating? I mean. Is there an age limit? Is there for a us, moment? It's like, for us, it's never like an age, like a number thing, because I think you set yourself up when you do that kind of stuff. Because Caleb's how old? Caleb's 15. Yeah, okay. He's probably and for, and for sure, like he, you know, yeah. we, we've had talks old, and yeah. it's a dialogue and, we, you know, he wants like to date, like for sure. But it's like, no, you can't. Not yet. Why? And he goes, why? Saying that's exactly what he <laughs> yeah, is. He's like, why not? And when can I? <laughs> oh, and it's like, yeah. and that's basically what we tell him is like, hey, until you can actually a, just practically, financially support. Like you don't have a job, you don't have an income. Yeah, like the drive. Like what does dating? What does dating yeah. even mean right now? You yeah. can't drive. Like so. It's to actually date, not dating. So to date, what does that even mean? Like you can't even facilitate that. First off, so no, you can't. You can't do it. So that's the, kind of the practical one. And and like when can you? It's like yeah, obviously when you can do those things, and when you you reached a kind of a maturity level that will allow you to kind of have those type of relationships. So for us, it's like no, it's not necessarily an age thing. It's like when you. Uh, when you reach that level of being able to support yourself and be on your own and well provide. Said. So that's kind of what we do. Yeah, I'm having similar discussions right now with my five-year-old. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. No, son. Why, Dad? Um, Cole, I'll ask you this. <laughs> okay, you got a five-year-old. Because, Larry, I agree with you. I have teenagers, and I kind of I love what you're saying. We've kind of talked about that before at that yeah. bonfire where yeah, Colby yeah. wasn't there. Was yeah. not there. Cole, will you talk to your son's Little baby Charlie, we're not going to talk about that right now. Will you talk to your children ready. about sex? When will you do that? Oh, gosh. will you do that? Will you have a like? When do you think? Have you talked to the five year old yet? Time frame. <laughs> yeah. Do you, no. Do you, um, when are you thinking that's going to happen? Yeah, for them? me, when my wife determines that it's a good time <laughs> for us to talk to our son, I will tell you what we will do. So, no, I don't know. I think uh, because I'm not there yet, I will say. But will you? There will. Oh, for sure. You will do it, even though you, it'll probably be very awkward. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to. I think you 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 have to have that conversation. Somebody's gonna. Mm. They're gonna have that conversation at school. They're gonna, you know. Say I that, mean, man. So I agree with you. Control the narrative in your home by determining when. I know that we've got amazing parents whose children are further along, who did have conversations about sex and and different things really early yeah. and that was very intentional and so um i don't know exactly when but um but you will but we will for Larry, sure have you ha did you did you how did you approach that how do you approach that stuff you got a 15 year old you have a 13 year old 13 uh, we, year old's your daughter that's oh man yeah old. she i told her she can't date till she's 40 <laughs> yeah, yeah. i said the same works. kind of thing to my 15 yeah. year old daughter yeah yeah, yeah. And when she was six, she told me, she's like, Dad, I want to live with you forever. And I was like, I never let her forget that. <laughs> it's like, remember you, you promised. Aww. Remember you said that? Uh, no, we started like, and I, and I, Kobe, you probably started this too. Like, even when your kids are small, you're not necessarily talking to them about sex, but you're at least like open in the dialogue. Like, one of the things we did in our house when our kids were really young was like, use the proper terms for their body. You know what oh, I mean? Because okay, a lot of times, yeah. like, yeah, call it like, you know, hey, your, your, your pocketbook, or you're like, you know, or you're, or you're, or you're like, or we call it the, the call it the, the peepsters, the, the peepsters. like whatever. It has all these names, like different names, right? Daddy, I have to use my power drill. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. And so, like, but when I was in the military, we had these things called the. It was called like the sexual response coordinator or something like and you had to basically like respond you had to be like a person in your unit where if someone reported sexual abuse or whatever you had to like be the first 
like person to hear about it. Mm. And they taught us all these things. And one of the things, you know, because you, you deal with kids and all this different stuff. And one of the things they taught us was like, hey, use proper names so that if a kid is ever describing something to an adult, it's not like they're not able to brush it aside. So we started really right. early, like with just that when our kids are five, like, Hey, that's not peepsters. That's a penis. Right. right. And it's like, and, 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 oh, and you're going to, yeah. and you're going to exactly. call it that. Right. Totally. Right. Yeah. And, then, and why is that wrong? You know, I yeah. think some, okay. We're all kind of, we work for a church and sometimes, and I grew up in church, sometimes in Christian circles that it's like, you can't say those words. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you mean the anatomy? Like if you say it right. in an inappropriate, a crass right. yeah. wrong way, which I guess a lot of people have, but yeah, and I think you need to teach your kids that. That way, if they yeah. if they ever have to, you know, God forbid, they have to report something, it's not like, hey, so-and-so touched my... Pocketbook. Yeah, my pocketbook. Yeah, and, and it's you're like, like, I don't know what oh, that You're means. like, okay, did they ask to? Yes. Yeah. Oh, then it's probably yeah. okay. That's, yeah, that's good. Okay, let me ask this. Because, man, talk, I know both of you guys, both of you, we all have different levels of activities, hobbies. Larry, you're literally in your CrossFit outfit. You're going to go get, he just did his packs. That's awesome. <laughs> I did mine earlier today. <laughs> Kolb, I've been on a golf course with you when you took off your shirt and sunk a 50 foot putt. Literally I, I true story, story. dude. I that story. Like a gangster. Legendary. Okay. Man. So here's the thing. And here's as men, we, how do we all approach risks differently, right? Um, mm-hmm. Skydiving, racing bikes, surfing, riding a motorcycle, cliff jumping, full contact sports, playing football, not just flag football. We all had those things. Larry, you're in the military. We so what is your relation with risk when it comes to yourself? How much is too much? And then how does that change for your kids? That's a good question. Ooh, would you have really the same good. risk level that you have for yourself? So what's your proclivity risk? Are you both of you? I would like you to answer like, are you prone to take risks? You know, what is risks for you? What are some things like what would you say this is a risk? I once went skydiving. That was a serious risk. I loved it. Question is asked me now, would you let your sons go skydiving? I, you know, that's a totally different conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, but I, yeah. but maybe I should because it, it helped me. What are you, what are some of your thoughts on that? I'm not super like risk. I don't know if I've, I don't know the, I don't know, bro. We were I've literally done. on a golf course once in a coyote. A coyote oh, ran yeah. across the green, yeah, and you gave well, chase with the phone. Like, I have a picture of you running after. I would a do anything. I would do any. Like I'll skydive. To be honest, it doesn't sound very fun to me. Like so, I'm not like cliff jumping into the water, dancing sounds with super death fun. Front? That doesn't sound fun. Yeah, going and like ch- chasing down a bear. <laughs> I'm all about it. Like that kind of thing sounds fun. So yes, in that regard, like adrenaline, I love like. Getting adrenaline up. Are you a risk taker? And super would you say you're a risk taker? Generally speaking, sh- yes. Okay. I would say yes. Are you a frivolous risk taker? Do you take unnecessary risks? Please define the word frivolous. <laughs> Use it in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jumping out of a perfectly good plane for no good reason. Sure, yeah. I would totally do that. Yeah, that's yeah. probably, I think a lot of people are like, that's frivolous. Why would you jump out of a plane? Like, yeah, that yeah. Sense. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Larry, before we get to the kids thing, because I want to hear about, what do you, what's your relationship with risk? I'm so down. Yeah. For all of it. I, I haven't of, skydived, but like, yeah, I used to have a motorcycle, got lots of tickets on it for going fast, mm-hmm. like like to shoot, like to, you know, I, I'm down. With, you think with you take frivolous risk. risks? Um or every you? now and then, yeah. you know, if there's enough motivation, like I can take a frivolous risk. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah. So how do we cause I think we and I kind of know that about you guys. I'm kind of setting us up for this, right? Like I we kind of even our line of work like risk is necessary and then there's probably you have to kind of take risks in your personal life to be able to take risks in like an organization like hey we're gonna step out we're gonna we're gonna take a risk you kind of got to have this affinity this relationship with risk i think we could take it too far i've jumped off hotel buildings into pools you've done things we could talk about like hey i wouldn't recommend that but what about for our kids what about for your baby boy your baby girl 
like what how do we approach risks for them would you want them to take the risks you've taken in life jump out of a plane or any of that my, kid, my kids could do that like my kids could ride a motorcycle i think for me like i, I try to i try to help them toe the line between like respect of whatever the danger is and like and like fear you know what i mean and if it's like hey if there's if there's neither then yeah you probably shouldn't take that risk right. like if there's no respect for it and you're not afraid of it then and but it's got some serious consequences then probably you shouldn't but if there's if there's a healthy respect, then I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But if there's no respect and no fear, that's probably not. Mm. That's probably not a good thing. That's real. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. if Caleb came to me and was like, hey, Dad, I want to get a motorcycle when I turn 16, I'd probably be like, no. Because he doesn't have enough respect. He doesn't have enough it. respect. I'd gotcha. be like, hey, let's learn how to ride one, teach you how to ride one. So he gets an idea of like and has some respect for the power. But if he didn't want to do something out of fear. You'd be like, hey, you need to overcome your fears. Yeah, then I'd probably push yeah. him. I'd probably yeah. push okay, him yeah. to like do it. If it wasn't, you know, if it's something I saw as like... Cool. You know, I would be more, that? I would be far more inclined to let my kids, and I already see it as a parent with a five-year-old and, mm-hmm. and, you know, a two-and-a-half-year-old, to let them risk. Because I think it's actually a value for me that you don't live scared, that we live with confidence, that we live assured that we live and yes you're right it's as silly as it sounds in our line of work there is so much risk involved because it's just it's constantly working with people and we're trying to change the world and so there's you can't do that i mean don't talk to you know jeff bezos about risk he's like that's every single day of my life and so risk would be a big value obviously we're talking skydiving but risking you know, asking that girl out when the time comes yeah. and risking rejection. Five risking, seconds of incredible courage. Right. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I just I, I would much rather raise kids totally. where I have to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about it before you do it. Um, but I think about football. I think about parents who are like, my children will not play football. It's too risky there. You know, you could get injured. That's true. I just personally am the parent that's like, let's teach you how to do it well. And let's play football and let's see what happens. Same. Your yeah, son's a same. beast. I saw a photo of same. him. Like, yeah. I want my son to be like, football, yeah. I'm gonna go out there and tackle somebody right. and we're gonna see what happens, you know? So totally. I would be much more toward the risk side. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That narrative is out there for sure, where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we had this idea that we could keep our kids from from the, the consequences of risk. Right. And it's like you actually that's can't. crazy Seriously. to think about. Like, oh, you're gonna keep your kid from playing football because you heard about concussions. Like, have you read about what happens to people in cars? Like, are you gonna not or let how your many kid people drive die in their sleep? <laughs> right. Like, there's no real safety is right. an illusion, in fact. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I heard this thought, like, you know, more kids today, more people today are more prone to infections because of this thing called antibacterial wipes, which I'm not against them. But they said what happened is there's a certain amount of germs that we're supposed to be exposed to. And because we've eliminated this ability to be exposed, our bodies have gotten weaker. So people get sicker easier when they're like, you're supposed to like, we have a 10 second rule. Like I drop food on the ground. I'm like 10 second rule, pick (laughs) it up. You're supposed to be able to fight that off. And if we're so afraid of sickness, injury, risk, I mean, do we want to live in a bubble? Yeah. And I, that is. <laughs> hey, Jen, from a woman's perspective, is this just a man's view or do you agree? Uh, well, what with, with being said? With all of this, I actually completely agree. Okay. I would so it's be not the, just I, a man When thing. it comes to the germ thing, I'm the mom. It's like, they're either going to get sick later or right now. Mm-hmm. Let's just get sick right now. And let's get, get your body built up, your immune system strong. Yes, yeah. for sure. So I 100% agree. And the risk thing too. 
I mean, we've raised two sons. Essentially, they're done being raised by us. So I think they they definitely take risks because of the way we have allowed them love it. to do it. In life. I love this. So I think good. this is helpful. I think people are listening. And Don't get me started about germs, man. We were at the fair and... <laughs> You know, binkies are falling on the oh. ground. I'm picking them up. Megan's like, we got to go clean up. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. No joke. I grabbed mouth. the binky. Tell me that. I put it in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. While I'm looking man. at my wife, I look at her and I go, <laughs> now that's and I clean a real it with real my man. saliva. That's a real man right there. And I chuck it back into my 15, my 16 you know month what? old baby. Protector. That. That's a protector right, right there. You, you sacrificed yourself. All the new moms, yeah. all the new moms are just losing their minds right now. But let, let me tell you, the second child coming. You just wait. You yeah. just wait. Yeah. Oh, so guys, it's been good. Okay, last one for thank you guys. This has been great. Here's a, here's I want to ask this, and I think this is a good one to close on. Um, if they write one word on your tombstone that would encapsulate your life. Or a phrase, a one word or a phrase that could encapsulate your life. What would you want that phrase to be or that word? If, it, if this is it, like if this is what's going to encapsulate what you'll be remembered for, what would you want it to be? I mean, other than real man. <laughs> real um, man. But, I mean, that's a tough one. Babe, maybe you think too, and I'd ask you that too. Like, what would be the one phrase word that you're like, hey. That's I want my too, life that's to be. A, that's a that's not a fair question. Yeah, let's go out on yeah, it. It's, it's, one, it's very fair. that's a hard one. Like, cause, can, can it be I get a like sentence? a paragraph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm helping y'all. I got you. Jen, do you want yours to be life of the party? And, I mean, that would be hashtag maybe life. Of the Dance party. like nobody's watching. Um, I would just think live life to the fullness, or loved her fullest, family. like fullest. Live life to the fullest. Yeah, thank you. Or, you know, or just loved her family while well, or loved people. I think. Mm. I gosh, at the end of the day. I would want to be known for, yeah, giving it a go and living your life to the fullness. I just, yeah, yeah I don't know. That's good. That would be yeah. hard. Okay. I'm going to be There's cremated. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're gonna I won't actually so have good. a tombstone. Yeah. That's so good. So. No, there's a Elijah word for that. Like, he over disappeared. The river. No. Your life will be encapsulated like he was absent. <laughs> he was gone. For his own funeral. That's he a gone. tough one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I personally, I just. I, what do you want to be remembered the for? The silliest thing came to my mind immediately, but I'll say it. And it was just a, the phrase, a good man, a good man. Yeah. I just want to be known by anybody who knew me. Like, um, I don't know. I think my life will speak for itself. Yeah. And if you just want to throw on my tombstone, like at the end of the day, accolades, accomplishments, yeah. success is great. I think that will live on in the legacy of my kids who will take my, what I've done and take it further. As long as kind of in this world, I go down to those who were really close to me and then even acquaintances and people that were like, he was just a good man. If my wife at the end of the day can be like, at the end of my life can be like, he was a, he was just a good, good man. Going back to integrity. I think, um, you know, being a man of integrity and character and, and that would be what I would want to. I love that. That's actually a great answer, man. Larry, anything along those lines? Yeah, I'm trying to come up with something super pithy and super <laughs> yeah, good. Me too. Over here. I, I, the longer really you talk, hard, I have right? a little I'm more. I'm like, oh, super good oh, looking. What I came up with, it's not, it's more like a concept for me, and I'm trying to make it distill it down to like one thing, but it's hard. It's like it, it's like he, you know, he spent his life, and others are better, something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean, but yeah. basically just saying that, like, okay, mm. from the time you're born to the time that you die, you start off being really selfish, and the only thing that matters are your needs, and at some point you realize that the only thing that lasts are the relationships and the people that are around you. Yeah. And did you pour out and make them better because they knew you? And mm-hmm. so like that concept that. of good. like, hey, whoever knew him, their lives were improved because they knew this man. 
and he whoever he impacted, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, there was an improvement that happened in their mm. life because they came in contact with this man. I love that. Want to have that like type of of impact on I mean, you have to have a huge tombstone to have that <laughs> written on there. <laughs> I mean, it's very lengthy, but it's going to be powerful. I said, can, I get, a, I said, can I get a paragraph? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I love that. And I think as I'm listening to both of you talk, like for me, it might be like husband, father, friend, like maybe yeah. the things that matter the most to me. Yeah. Like, was yeah, he a good, was great. I a good husband? Was I a good father? Was he a good friend? You know, and like it's relationships, right? Like yeah. I, I agree with both of you, like accomplishments, successes. That's awesome. And we all go for that. But at the end of the day, I'm 42. Larry, how old are you, by the way? 39. 39. Colb, you're? Oh. Uh, 15. <laughs> <laughs> and a half. 28. 28. 15 and a half. So yeah, I mean, and the older I get, the more I realize like that just matters the most. Yeah. It's it's the people we impact. My sister, Vic the Soundchick, just sent me this picture. And I was going to say this. My dad on his tombstone, and I think this just encapsulated mm. it. It said, Thomas E. Huffman, man of God, loved by all. So um, good. Um, and I was just like, you know what? That summed up my dad. That's so like, great. He, he, he followed God yeah. and people loved him. I if you met him. And I just, I think that's a great I legacy. think it sums up too. It's, it, that statement is your dad. There was a lot of flaws in your dad, but all we remember now after he's gone, it's all the good. It's like yeah. it, when we pass, I think if people were to think of my name, your name, it's yeah. like, man, Unbelievable! You're almost great tearing kids. up. You're thinking of no, but it's just like Papa I feel like if if you can live a life where people actually they just remember all the good. Are you crying? That's that's kind of the thing. Like so that's good. the idea. No, it is I good. Know. And I'm actually so not true. crying. I know. I'm trying I thought, to make a moment. I thought for a second you no, were. No, I'm not crying actually. Yeah. I hey, I know we're we're up. We have like time is running out. Yeah, you yeah. didn't ask these guys about anything like what's their one like romantic tip oh, yeah. in marriage. Pro tip in or marriage. Anything as we go about out. their signing out. Thanks, what's Jen? One like, pro down, Jen. I need Jen's some, like, like, hold up. Some she's like, hold up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're co-hosts, you know. She's really the boss. One pro marriage, pro tip in marriage. You guys are pros. Ooh. Two decades. Larry's decade. ready. I got a pro tip. All right. Yeah. So, like, there's five emotional needs of a man, right? And, and, and they go in different orders, right? But everyone. Can you just say the quick five really quick? Do I know? Oh, do oh. on the spot. Oh, I don't It's know. like sexual fulfillment. Okay. okay. Mm, Affirmation. Okay. Um, um, uh, domestic support. Ooh. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, gosh, there's this two more. Is there anything with money? No, it's not money. That's the kind of domestic support oh, one, making sure oh. everything in the house is good. Um, there's a there's two more. Dang, I'm blanking. That's cool. Well, go with what you're I saying. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot Jeez, the babe, other. I forgot the, the other two. But I, everyone's going to be good. asking like that. Yeah. Um, so there's two more. But anyway, admiration. The one that's like, hey, you're the man. Like, babe, you're so good at this. You're so good at that. There's there's no amount of that that is like too much yeah. for a man. Like you can't. And, and I know sometimes ladies are like, oh, it's kind of like I feel insecure, like telling him he's so awesome all the time. But it's not like it doesn't take anything away from you to say that to your husband. It yeah. doesn't take anything away from you. It's not it's not like saying if you say, hey, you're awesome at this. That doesn't mean I'm bad at it. Right. It's mm-hmm. just saying you're like, if, hey, you're an awesome dad. Wow, I saw what you just did. That's awesome. That's yeah, true. Man. That's it doesn't really take good. away from it doesn't take away from your motherhood or your parenting. And it means so much. And I would up. say oh, it just goes so far. I to would a man. say guys, husbands in general. Maybe this is just my experience in twenty something years. Is that when I when I do do that as a wife, he kind of downplays it. So when he does downplay it, it you're saying it means don't. It means don't even, don't even stop. Don't even don't stop. even yeah. stop. Because if you see any well accomplished man, mm-hmm. like a president or like a. You know, uh, you know, you just think of somebody that's super successful as a man. There's yeah. generally a woman behind him that's like his ultimate hype man. That's yeah. like, oh, babe, you're the best. You, you're that's the man. Oh, man. Look, look how you look walking out of here. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And there's just not a, there's not enough 
Uh, there can't be too much of that. that. Would be solid. My, my that's one. so my solid. Solid pro tip. Drop the mic. I couldn't agree. I I love that. You that's you same same pro tip. I would say. Yeah. Out of five. Okay. Oh, Vic. We got the, the sound check. Vic, the sound check delivered. What do they call me? The five emotional. The five emotional needs of a man. Five admiration. Admiration. That's one I just hit on. Domestic support. Domestic support. Physical attractiveness. Physical attractiveness, Ooh. yes. Duh. Wait, wait, wait. Of Duh. His wife? Of your spouse. Yeah, of your yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. Recreational companion. Gosh, how could I forget oh. that? That's like one of my top ones. Yeah. And, sexual and sexual fulfillment. Those oh, are the five. Are in order? No, no like, they're different. Okay, they're, yeah. The order's what different for every the, the order's different Billy, for every man. Billy, what would your order be? Your top. You have everyone I mean, has sex like is at the top. Sex is at the top. Like, sex is automatically the top. I mean, I could say the right answer, but definitely the other ones. Billy's like, there's four more? This is called honest conversations. I'm going to be honest. I love those. I <laughs> lost it. Other white sweater. Real life. Uh, hey, Colby, Larry, yes. thank you so much for being a part of this. Hey. This has been a great, great coffee talk. To all of our listeners, I hope it helped. Thanks for subscribing, being a part of it, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Make Cheers. it a good one. Coffee's cold. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.